The following podcast is set in a quarantine New York City. As such, some of the language and much of the content is intended for mature audiences. Consider yourself warned. Raphael's request to support his one-man transcontinental, Conrad finds himself linked to the project. Raphael uses Conrad's name around town and redirects bills for supplies his way. This forces Conrad to pay Raphael a visit in his garage workshop. He doses Raphael with the anti-narcotic sanity in an attempt to bring him back to Earth seems to work, at least in the short term. Long-term effects, however, may differ. Welcome back to New York City. Population 107,363. This is the decline and fall of all y'all. Episode 6 Maybe Raphael stopped using my name. Maybe he even managed to paint over my name on the jet, but it didn't matter. The rumors kept swirling on around me. The ties between Raphael and I kept on growing. It made me feel like I was lashed to the mast of a sinking ship with nothing left to do but hold my breath and hope for the best. Then I heard about all the stories The Voice had been doing on Raphael. There were 20 of them, front and center on the main reading wall, and they all included the offending phrase, Flight backer Governor McGowan. This was bad news indeed, because when The Voice got a choice story like this, they wouldn't give it up until distortions magically transformed themselves into truth. There'd be no way to set The Voice editor straight on my lack of involvement without making them suspicious. There were other methods to write the record, however. The Voice, with its fixed location, was always up for negotiation circulation-wise, if you know what I mean. You could call it censorship, but I think of it as retroactive fact-checking. There had been absurd accusations in the second year of my governorship that I was involved in a slave trading ring that required a similar edit. Right around midnight, Nonek and I headed for Cooper Union. It had just rained and the wet streets were slick and black. A couple strolled in the light of a kerosene lantern in the distance, and a dual-sport motorcycle sped up 3rd Avenue, muffler spitting out the rot-gut mix of feces gas. Half the lanterns were doused by the rain, so the wall was dimly lit. A sentry patrolled the display side. The videotape of Los Angeles Revolt was still playing, now to crowds of none. But the print side was unprotected. There weren't any readers to witness the edit either. On the main wall, the so-called front page, were the offending stories in question. 
The ones about Raphael's transcontinental, as one headline put it. Second trip to JFK, a success. Read another. Every one of them contained the offending words. Flight backer, Governor McGowan. I sat on a nearby bench and Nonek went to the wall. The edit had begun with Nonek's meaty paws used in lieu of a pen. He worked fast and was tearing off an article near the ground when, seemingly out of nowhere, a woman jumped from the shadows and pushed him. Or rather, she tried to push him. She ended up moving more than him, bouncing right off Nonek. She lunged again and gave a harder push with the same results, only amplified. She stumbled and fell on her butt with a thud. The lantern light caught the figure's pretty face. It was Natalie. If it had been anyone else, I probably would have stayed out of it, hanging in the shadows and taking pleasure from the scene. But Natalie always managed to draw me in. He's just fact-checking, I called out. She looked over, squinting, trying to make me out in the darkness. It's okay, Nonek. Keep going. Get them all. She stood up, holding the scraps off the ground to her chest and took a few steps towards me. She got within 15 feet when her squinting eyes widened. Should have known. She shook her head. This is a free city, Governor. I smiled. I'm not doing anything, I'm just watching. That makes you a petty tyrant and a liar. She turned and crawled to gather the torn articles at Nonek's feet. Dad, come quick, she called out. She waved for him to hurry, the gathered pages dropping on the ground. They're tearing down the transcontinentals. Her father emerged from around the corner of the building a half minute later, his cane anxiously tapping the pavement. He was an elderly man with a white beard and a cane and, hey, wait just a goddamn minute, it was Bowman. The same old dandy she'd argued with on that hot afternoon when we found out Los Angeles was an open city. The yellow journalist who had his piece about a rogue Lenape general published in large part due to the attention Natalie had drawn to it by protesting its publication. He took one look at the ripped pages at Nonek's feet and his cane flew in the air. You, sir, are in violation of the GNG decree of free speech. He lowered his cane and pointed it at Nonek as if it was a sword. Desist now. His arcane talk and the faith in his cane were a pathetic good match. I rose up and walked to them, getting between Bowman's cane and Nonek's chest. I took hold of the cane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this, your dad? I said to Natalie, tugging at the cane. What? I pulled the cane away from Bowman. He let out a feeble <sighs> gasp. Answer the question. Is this your father? Natalie said. Give him back his cane. I used the cane to point to the vacant editor's desk where they'd faked their fight months before. What about the afternoon over there? When you denounced him for a piece on the Lenape Putsch? He was your dad then? Because it sure didn't seem like that. These words froze them. Bowman was stiff by nature, but now it was comic. He looked like a statue with just his eyes moving between Natalie and me. Right, Nonek? Remember that? Nonek took a closer look at Natalie and Bowman and nodded. Weird. Really weird. Just what 
kind of scam are you guys running? Bowman's face went red and he began to shake. Natalie said, It's the only way we can... Bowman's hand shut up. No, quiet! Natalie said, Better he knows. Better he goes to hell. Don't tell him a damn thing. He took a step towards me, but overcommitted, nearly stumbling. He had to take a quick step back just to get his balance. The GNG will hear about this. I can assure you. Come on, he said to Natalie. We're leaving. He looked so pathetic hobbling away. I passed the cane over to Natalie. She trailed after him, one hand holding his cane, the other the torn pages of their work at her chest. I motioned for Nonek to finish the job on the wall, sat on the bench, and lit a cigarette. I thought about that hot afternoon months before how Natalie had inadvertently whipped up the crowd's interest in Bowman's story. She was just a shill, and now they were behind the Transcontinental article. As for our midnight edit of their article, it didn't help. Of course, it didn't help. Actually, it hurt. Word got around about my guest editorial, and it only served to confirm suspicions that I was Raphael's patron. Rumors have a life of their own, and any attempts to get the genie back in the bottle can only prolong the rumors' rampage. Bowman remained true to his word and reported me to the GNG. An investigation was initiated and this formally drew a line between Raphael's plans and my administration. And still, I remain the eternal optimist, considering myself fundamentally lucky and assuming it would all blow over. After all, what could happen? Raphael would bring his jet out to JFK, try to get it off the ground, and fail miserably. He could only break his own neck trying, and then the great sacrifice would be made, the god of meaning would be satiated, and Raphael would fade into the pages of the city's folklore. A newborn legend and cautionary tale for generations of squatters to come. been listening to The Decline and Fall of All Y'all, written and scored by Norm Cody and read by James G. Berry. This podcast is an unlimited liability production. For more information, visit declineandfall.us, where you will also find the soundtrack for the book recorded by the quarantine band Motorsoft. You can also like us on Facebook, where we'll keep you posted on episodes and extras. We love New York City. Long live New York City.